Welcome to the Bar for Bar podcast. This week, we're going to discuss the top albums of May 2020. Uh, There's been a lot of music that came out because this was a longer May than usual. We had five weeks of releases, so here we go. Um, But before we get into that, um, there's a lot going on out there. And it's okay to be upset. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be sad, and it's okay to feel overwhelmed, because there's a lot. Like, it's hard to process all these things happening, and, you know, I, I understand. Um, but yeah, if, if anyone needs any sort of help or someone to just kind of talk things out through with, um, you know where I'm at. Anyways, getting to the topic. Yeah, so this month was pretty long. Five weeks of full releases. But there wasn't a whole lot of music that I'd say that really is great. (laughs) Like, a lot of stuff came out, but like... You know, uh, but what I'm going to be focusing on is my favorite albums, what I feel like are the best albums, uh, some of the more important ones, like big releases, and then after that, I'm going to pull up like just a grid of uh, what I've been listening to in this past month and kind of walk you guys through that. If there's anything that's super surprising, I guess. Anyways, here we go. So May 1st, 2020. Uh, The biggest release that week was from Drake. He dropped his Dark Lanes demo tapes. And now, this isn't the best album this month. This isn't even the best album this year. It's not even near my top 10 list. But it's Drake, so you have to talk about him. This album mixtape thing was really just a bunch of loose songs that he had that were either leaked or he just wanted to put out. And it's not bad, but, you know, it's not an album. It's just a random collection of songs, which are kind of whatever. I mean, I'm not the biggest Drake fan, so I can't really say how this holds up to what else he's been doing. Like, I really only have a very general (laughs) idea of Drake and his music. Um, But yeah, it came out, so there's that. Um, Also that week, Ka dropped Descendants of Cain, which at that week it was only on his website, so it didn't come to streaming until the next week, but it still technically came out that on the first. And that album I reviewed, so if you want to know all my thoughts about it, go check out the review. But the gist of it is that this album takes the story of Cain and Abel and applies it to life in the ghetto, and it also compares a lot of the violence to really all the violence that we're seeing today. 
Um, yeah. It's also not really something that I would honestly go back to too often. And that's not to say it's a bad album. It's a, it's good. It's just very dense. <laughs> also that week, John Connor dropped his al- first album in like five years. Oh, no, well, more than five years. It was just five years since we last heard of him because that was when Compton came out. Um, but he dropped SOS, and I also did a review for that. And, yeah, you know, it's a, it's kind of like a catch-up album. So he's basically catching all the fans and everyone who's ever heard of him back up to speed, like what he's been doing, where he's been at. And, you know, it's just a really solid album. It's a little longer than I would have liked, but it's a good album. Um, yeah, everything on it is pretty solid. Then we also have an album from El Camino titled Minotaur. If you don't know who El Camino is, um, he's another collaborator, a frequent collaborator, really, of Griselda. So you probably heard of him here and there. He's also, I think he was on a on a feature on Clipping's album, so that was pretty cool. But he kind of has a similar sound to the Griselda Boys. And this album, I liked it. It was short. I think it was just under 30 minutes. It was a really quick listen, and, you know, just overall it was really solid. The production was really good, and that's actually what I really liked out of that album. And what I really caught my ear when I first listened to it. I mean, of course the bars are there. Like, that's without saying. That goes without saying. But the biggest thing really was the um, the beat selection. It was great. And then the last album that I want to talk about for that week was from Jay Worthy and Harry Fraud. This was titled, Eat When You're Hungry, Sleep When You're Tired. This was a really short EP, actually. I think, again, it was under 30 minutes, similar to El Camino's album. And it was, you know, it was a good listen. Harry Fraud's production, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know for Harry Fraud. Um, but yeah, no, I really liked it. I, this was my first time really listening to Jay Worthy. And... I'm definitely looking forward to whatever he puts out next. Like, I mean, I don't know that I'm going to really go back and listen to what else he's put out, because that's just me. Like, I'm just being honest with myself. But I probably should, because this project was pretty solid. Um, also, it has a feature from Guapdad, and Guapdad doesn't get enough attention. So, that's a big reason I listen to it, too. <laughs> Alright, so now we're moving on to May 8th, and this was a lighter week in terms of releases. Um, like There really wasn't a whole lot to talk about. Uh, the first project that dropped that week was from Lil Sims, titled Drop 6. It's a short EP, I think it's like 20 minutes or so. Uh, I only gave it one full listen, but it's a really solid album. Uh, Lil Sims, if you're not aware, is a UK rapper. Um, and last year her album Grey Area was really, it was really hard to compete with, and it almost made my top 10 of the year. It was just 
it was just barely it just barely missed but this album's dope check it out uh, it's a really quick listen um, the only other project that I really cared about that dropped that week was from Kehlani. It was good until it wasn't. And I was really excited for this album. And for some reason, I just haven't listened to it as much as I thought I would. Um, you know, it's it's a good album. I don't know why I haven't listened to it. Clearly, everyone online really likes it too, because that's all I see on Twitter get into that in a little bit um now it's may 15th the biggest release that week was from future he dropped high off life which is probably the album that was originally titled life is good um because this album has life is good and the remix on it uh I personally didn't really listen to this album that much. The only reason I'm even bringing it up is because it's Future and he's one of the more popular artists out there. I didn't really care. Like, it, it was Future. Um, yeah, there's really not much to say. I'm not a huge fan of Future sound, so that's why I really didn't, I didn't really go listen to it that much. Um, the other albums that dropped that week, though, I really did care about. <laughs> um, first was Deontay Hitchcock's Better, and that's another album I did a review for, and I really loved that album. It was fantastic. Like, it was a really good introduction to Deontay Hitchcock, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is actually his debut, so it, it was a fantastic debut. So whatever comes next, you know, it's I'm excited for it. Um... Check the review for my full thoughts on the album, though. Uh, the other album that I didn't get to review and I really wanted to, um, before I realized Deontay Hitchcock was dropping that week, too, was from Conway and Conway the Machine and Big Ghost. It's an EP titled No One Mourns the Wicked. Y'all know Conway. Y'all know Big Ghost. They make great music together, and I really wanted to talk about it. Let me also, like, if I'm bringing up any albums that you want me to review, like, let me know. I'll review it eventually. It's just a little hard because I try to go for, like, the newer releases. So. Um, also, the album art for No One Mourns the Wicked is so cool. Like, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Um, I really wish it was longer, though. <laughs> That's for sure. Also, Conway's just on, on a roll. Like, he has he has this, he has Lulu, and then he's dropping his debut album sometime soon. So, this man's crazy. Like he's a machine. Um, the other album that dropped that week was from Ito, titled The Beauty of It. Now, this album I wish I listened to more as well. It, The beats on it are so good. And Ito, again, is like another rapper similar to the Griselda sound. Uh, a little bit more towards Rock Marciano, I'd say. Um, oh my god. This album was really good. I'll probably go back and listen to it later today. But you know, it was good. Um, it was enjoyable. The beats are dope. It is a little long, though. Uh, I will say that. Um, a little bit longer for my liking than I'm used to, but... It's cool. 
Moving on. May 22nd. Last week. Or no, not last week. The week before. Uh, the biggest drop that week was from Gunna. And he dropped his album, Wanna. I listened to the album. That's all I got to say about it, really. I, I'm not... I mean, even though Gunna is the spawn of Young Thug, and I love Thugger, like... I don't know. I, I just can't really get into him as much. That's just me, though. If you like him, dope. It's just not for me. Um, the other albums that dropped that week is Code of the Friend. He dropped everything, which I just did a review for last week. So check that one out for my full thoughts on it again. But that one was... That one caught me by surprise. This is his second day... Uh, about to say second debut album uh this is his second studio album and it's solid this whole album is super positive and happy so go check that out if that's what you're looking for and then the last album that dropped that week was from styles p he dropped styles david coaster enthusiasm which is a play on kirby enthusiasm and uh, i didn't i've never watched the show and i probably should but I feel like the <laughs> I feel like the uh, album probably has a lot of references to Kirby Enthusiasm, which I would really enjoy more if I had actually ever watched the show. But definitely check that one out. It is a little bit on the longer side as well for me, but it's a good listen. I mean, Styles P is underrated. He he's got bars. And now we are on May 29th. As you are already aware, or I hope you're aware, Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist dropped Alfredo, and that's actually going to be reviewed on Wednesday. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Make sure you're subscribed. Um, but it's a dope album. I love the beats, and you know Freddie. You know, Freddie Gibbs just—he's so consistent. He's been consistent for like the last ten years, like. As long as I've been following him, he's been solid as fuck. Pause. Um, but yeah, no, that was a really good album. One thing I noticed is that... I mean, The Alchemist has got three dope albums this year that he's, as far as production is concerned. Um, the Price of Tea in China, Lulu, and Alfredo. I just feel like he's kind of been right around the same sort of sound for the last couple albums. Or like, well, the last three. But I don't know if he's going to, like, this is what he's going from, like, the pocket that he's in right now. And that's just what we're going to get from him. I kind of want to hear a slightly different sound from him going forward. But still, it's a really solid album. And I'll get more into it on Wednesday. And the other album that dropped that week, which I was planning on reviewing, but then Freddie Gibbs had to go and mess things up. Um, is from Joel Ortiz and Crooked Eye. This is titled Hard. And it's a really solid album, too. Like, it, it's half of Slaughterhouse. And, you know, Slaughterhouse is one of my favorite rap groups of all time. And it's... So, my biggest issue 
with lyricists in general is that a lot of times they don't have the best beats. Um, but Joel Ortiz, in the past few albums that I've listened to, um, I think the last album we dropped Monday, and then um, the tape he did with Joel, or with uh, Apollo Brown and Mona Lisa, like those were some of the best beats I've heard him over. Um, but Crooked Eye has kind of a hit or miss for me with beats. Thankfully, I feel like Joel Ortiz kind of took the reins on beat selection this time because the beats are really dope. And I mean, it's it's two lyricists just going bar for bar. <laughs> Get it? Bar for bar. Um, so I, I really want to review that. So let me know if that's something you want to hear from or hear about. Anyways, that was all the albums that dropped that last month, this month, May. It's June 1st right now, so May. Um, as far as what the best albums for me that month was, I mean, Freddie Gibbs ruined everything. Now he's number one again. So that's by far the best album this month for me. Um, and then Hard, with Joel Ortiz and King Crooked. That's a very solid number two. Because I'm a huge fan of both of them, and, you know, they, they did their thing. It was dope. Um, other than that, I mean, fuck it, let's say number three. It's, it's really between John Connor and Deontay Hitchcock. Even though Conway's album was really good. I think Deontay Hitchcock's better album was just a little bit better to me. Um, just because I wasn't, I was surprised. <laughs> uh, it, it really just like caught me off guard, and I wasn't expecting that. Um, also, I mean, Code of the Friends album was really good. I personally, I'm just not a huge fan of that type of music. I don't see myself throwing that on very often. It's too upbeat and happy for me. No, I'm not trying to be edgy. I just I just don't really care for that music. Like it's good, but um and then same sort of thing with Cause album. Not that it's positive, it's the complete opposite. It's super dark and moody. But it's just it's very dense and it's like it's I can't just throw that on all the time. It's not something that I really would want to listen to just in my free time. Like I really like I would have to really want to be listening to a Ka album to for me to throw on Ka. Just because it's it's so different from everything else that I listen to. Like the beats are super bare and the rhymes are just so dense. That doesn't mean it's a bad album at all. Like I I really like this album. It's just I can't, I can't listen to it all the time. Um, so yeah, my list so far is, for this month is Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo, Joel and Crooked, Hard, uh, Deontay Hitchcock, Better, John Connor, SOS, and yeah, I guess Kehlani, because she makes music I like. <laughs> Um, so with all that said, 
let's take a quick look at my most listened albums this month. Um, the way I'm getting this information is from Last FM. So I have my Spotify account linked to that. And then I use a different website, um, tapmusic.net slash lastfm. I'll throw the link in the description of this podcast video, whatever it is. Um, so let's go through what I got here. Um, I don't know that this is any particular order. It might just be in how long I've listened to it, but this is what I have here. Um, so the top, I'm going to go from left to right, top to bottom. So, Code of the Friend, everything. That one's not surprising because that was the most recent review. So, clearly, I'm going to be listening to that a lot. Uh, next one was Deontay Hitchcock, Better. Um, again, not surprising because that was one of the albums. I, I reviewed that right before, Code of the Friend. And, you know, it's it was a really good album. So, I listened to it outside of the review, too. <laughs> um, then, Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo. That. That's surprising, because that one's number three right now on this list, if this is an order, that is. And I didn't realize I listened to it that much already. <laughs> it, it came out three days ago. Um, then Ka, Descendants of Cain. That one also makes a bit of sense, just because it's so dense. I had to listen to it a lot. Um, and then John Connor, SOS, again, makes sense, because... I did a review on it. Um, now it's getting into the stuff that I didn't review, so it's a little more interesting. Uh, we have No One Mourns the Wicked. Uh, so, I mean, that's likely just because it's such a short album, it probably just kept repeating itself. It's, you know, I'm not surprised. Uh, but then Kehlani, it was all good, and it was good until it wasn't. That That's actually surprising to me as well, because... I feel like I didn't listen to it as much as it says I did here. But, you know, it was a good listen. I enjoyed it. And, yeah. Then I have Bandana. And that's funny, actually, because I, the reason I listened to Bandana this month was because I went to Drake's in San Leandro, and in their... Um, where, they're, where they're brewing, they were listening to Bandana. So, it just triggered me to listen to Bandana again. <laughs> um, then Gunna. I mean, I just had to listen to the album. It's a longer album, so I'm not too surprised that it's up there. Um, and I tried to listen to it a couple more times, so I think that's why it came up. So, I don't know. Um, then the Marshall Mathers LP. So, last week I did the podcast on the Marshall Mathers LP turning 20, so... Had to listen to that just to kind of refresh my memory. Um, then, uh, what's his face? Oh, God, I feel bad about that. Um, Guap Dad. Dior Deposits. I just like Guap Dad. I, I will always throw on Guap Dad. <laughs> like, if I don't know what I want to listen to, I'm just going to throw on Dior Deposits. Um, oh yeah, then R.J. Payne, If Cocaine Could Talk. That's interesting that it's on this list because that was an album that I had to upload to Spotify, so I don't know, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that's, that makes sense, it's a good album, and I reviewed it last week as well. 
And then West Side Gun, Pray for Paris. I feel like I didn't listen to that album enough when it came out. And I, had, I just had the urge to listen to it some more, so. Makes sense for it to be there. Um, then Hard, obviously, because I've been listening to that. Um, Run the Jewels. I'm, I'm going to skip, put them all together. Two, three, and one. Again, that was because I did the History of Run the Jewels episode, and I just, you know, had to throw that in there. Um, it was like a refresh for me. And Styles P, Ghost Your Enthusiasm. Again, I was listening to it. Uh, and then Ito, same sort of thing. Uh, the beauty of it, I was just listening to it again. Um, Revenge of the Dreamers 3, that one's surprising to me because... I didn't listen to the album, but I definitely listened to a bunch of songs off of it. And this is the director's cut edition, so it's mostly, it's very likely just because of Big Black Truck and Disgusted. Because, well, and, no? Yeah, no, it's probably just those two songs that really pushed it up. It's kind of dumb. <laughs> uh, and then Future, it's way at the bottom, because I listened to it once. Uh, Conway... Lulu, because, like I said, it's a dope album. Conway's a fucking machine. I had to listen to this album. <laughs> uh, Sadistics, Delirium. Uh, sad boy music, I like it. Royce the Five Nine, The Allegory. Um, that one's surprising. Because it might just be that it's... Because I use the um, recently played playlist or in my rotation playlist. I forgot what it's called on Spotify. So it's likely just because it was like a few songs were in there. Because I I never really go back to that album. I have too many complaints about it. And then D Smoke, Black Habits. Um, yeah, that one's pretty self-explanatory. That was a good album. And again, it's also in playlists a lot. Um, overall, I think my 25 most listened albums this month make a lot of sense. Uh, it really should surprise no one. Um, I guess except... Excuse me. Um, I guess except for Gunna and Future being present. Um, well, actually, Future makes sense down there, but Gunna, I don't know why he's so high up. That's... That's weird to me. Well. Anyways. That was quickish overview. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I think that's I think that's about all I got to say this week. Um, a lot of good music dropped. Um, next month I'm not going to be doing top of June because actually I might, who knows. But I'm for sure doing the top albums of the first half of the year. Um, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, and like I mentioned this week, I'm also going to be reviewing uh, Alfredo. And yeah, I don't think I really have anything else to say in terms of what I'm doing. But let me know how you guys are doing. Um, because... There's a lot going out there. I, I know I mentioned this at the beginning, but 
there's a lot happening out there and it's stressful this whole weekend i've been pretty upset and just angry because of all the stuff that's happening it's it makes no sense to see the reactions from police to like just the peaceful protests um like i know in oakland on friday everything started out peaceful and then there were reports of police throwing flashbangs and tear gas into the crowds and then everything went off the rails um and i know last night my hometown of san leandro was basically set ablaze um and i know it's not all the people protesting that are doing this because i don't think there were, as far as i'm aware there wasn't a protest in san leandro yesterday so there's a lot of people that are taking advantage of what's going on right now so they can hide but be strong be safe all right well I don't think I really have anything else to say about what I'm doing. Um, but, you know, just let me know how you guys are doing. If you need someone to talk to, I'm available to talk. Um, it's tough out there. There's, there's a lot happening. Uh, so, you know, please like, comment, and subscribe, and stay tuned for more. Stay safe out there.